Imaginative Radio. Episode 248 of the Dark Windows Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm eating cake, Kevin. Yeah, I'm a fat I was going to say something about fat kids and cake, but I can't really because I'm a fat kid and I also enjoy cake. Well, I just said it for you. I right. said I'm a fat kid and I like cake. Who doesn't like cake? I know uh, fucking uh, skinny uh, people that like cake, so let's I mean, let's stop stereotyping large folks. You know, it's not fair. Eh, it's some bullshit. So anyway... Um, yeah, big thanks to, uh, before we go too far, big thanks to the guys at Brohio and uh, Tyler at Minds of Madness for uh, running promos for us. We've actually seen a pretty, pretty substantial little jump in numbers, which I'm, I'm very, very happy with. Um, yeah, well, so, wait till they find out that, you know, they listen to like a couple episodes and they're like, oh man, man, these okay. guys are dog these, shit. Yeah, these guys are dog shit. But the, go- <laughs> the, the, the cool thing is like. We also saw a jump when Brohio played ours originally, and we share a bunch of listeners with them. So, because there was a bunch of you guys that came over from uh, from Brohio, we got uh, we have quite a an amalgamation of butt chuggers. So, chuggers of the butt, and but we we appreciate it. You guys, yeah. Yeah, it means a lot. You know, yes, yes, really I, does. I agree. I agree. I concur. As they say. So anyway, why don't you concur and tell us what you're doing? Because <laughs> it's your week. I'll concur to tell you what I'm doing this week. So, for this week's episode, I cannot lie, I had to do a little shift since <laughs> I'm... Some fancy footwork. <laughs> yeah, since yeah. I'm a dummy. Um, no surprise. And I started to do research on a topic that we already covered. <laughs> I, got, I got a message at Facebook. It's like, hey, uh, I got a topic. We're going to have to watch a video. Okay, that's fine. What is it? Uh, the Pascagoula alien abduction. I'm like, nope. What do you mean, no? We already did that. Did we really? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, we're only we're only 250 episodes fucking deep. Like it happens. It, that that you was know? and those were pretty much the exact words were. We did. Yes. Fuck. Damn. Honestly, I, the, it's only happened a couple of times where we've been like, oh, we already covered that shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Oh, well. So if you want to hear anything about the Pascagoula alien abduction, that's our uh, Mississippi road trip episode. Yeah. Yeah. We played some of the, uh, played some news clippings in there too, so. Yep. It was a weird, interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I did, however, stay on the same topic. No way. You're going to talk about aliens? What the yes, fuck? Yes. We're going to talk about alien abductions. Jesus, you've never covered an alien thing at all before what are you doing no i haven't we Just, haven't hey we haven't done one of those in a long time if you say so it, i do how long has it been i don't know Travis not Bolton? long enough no oh, jesus christ no it's been we, you've done one since then no i haven't you sure have not an abduction abdu- yeah abduction not an abduction not an induction <laughs> not an induction you know. either not one where we made somebody go into labor yeah <laughs> uh, nope you jerk off uh, <laughs> Anyway, I'll stop being rude for a second and let you. Okay, like, sure. Uh-huh. For a second, yeah, okay, yeah. Jesus, See? man. Exactly. 
Keep you it like up, it. I'll start being rude again. Oh, you scary man. You like it. I know. So now I have actually titled this episode, and I don't normally do that, but I have come up with a title, and the title of this episode is Age is Not Just a Number. Oh, that's gross. You're going to talk about alien sexes. No, I'm not. Oh. Not, no butt stuff either. Better not be. Not that. So you're probably all thinking, okay, this has to do with age at some point. Well, you would be right. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be covering two stories about alien abductions. One of them takes place in England, and the other takes place in Australia. Australia's, you know, dumb cousin. Huh? Maybe. That's New Zealand is Australia's dumb cousin. Oh, I meant England's dumb cousin. No. <laughs> Yes. Australia is England's trailer park, but for some reason it's full of attractive people. Okay. Because, like, when I think, like, redneck, like, European redneck, I don't go to England. I usually go Australian because they are some hillbillies, but they are fucking fun. Okay. I'll I'll go with it. I am still convinced that at a young age they find like the unattractive ones and like 300 of them off a cliff uh-huh. because I've never seen an unattractive Australian woman. Mm. I don't think they exist. I'm pretty sure they breed them out. If you need any proof, look at Australian professional, like women's professional wrestlers. Hot as fuck. All of them. True. No, no denying it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I won't deny it. So the first of our story ta- stories takes place in England in 1983. To be more precise, this event took place in uh, Aldershot, Hampshire, UK. Okay. Um, that town sounds familiar. Listen, I had to go and ask our local resident, you know, of of England, Ben. <laughs> One of our two Englishmen? Yeah. <laughs> ben and I was like, hey, where the fuck is this? Ben's like, eh, it's down here. Then we kind and of... He, he... Obviously, being Ben, he had something negative to say about it because he hates England, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And then we went on to proceed to go on, like, I don't know. It was something like a two-hour rant talking about different things. And I happened to go on, you know, family background. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm supposed to pick on you. Um, Yes. Yes, I know. You're Welsh. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We've been through that. (laughs) Oh, who? Me and Ben. Oh! I'm Welsh, and um, I've got family from, like... Yorkshire, yeah, which apparently also makes me trash, but I don't know. I don't know why. Listen, I'm a hundred percent American. You guys can suck my <laughs> balls. Because the last time I checked, we didn't give a fuck what England thought. Um, we saved your ass during World War Two. True, true. Uh, we kicked your ass during World War One. So suck it. <laughs> we kicked. Your... <laughs> Wait a minute. How'd we kick their ass in World War? It was War... a joke about us being stupid and shit. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. that's true. Well, we did kick their ass in the Revolutionary War in 1812. And the Civil War. But we also that's don't true. have English accents anymore, so you guys can eat it. That is, that's very true. Now we we've just got a bunch of fucking weird ones. Even though the Southern accent, if you speed it up, is a British accent. No. Yes. No. If you take the I same... I'm, I'm telling you, there's speech pathologists that have talked about it. I don't care. You take that I, cadence I, and you just speed it up, and it becomes very easily becomes an English accent. I still refuse. But... I decline to accept your offer of the South being British. It's not an offer, you know. <laughs> the other thing that's fucking wild to me is like you, you you watch so much stuff like as a kid about pirates, 
you think they're all fucking rawr, rawr, rawr. no they all had like proper ass like english accents oh, yeah. and stuff and you know oh, yeah. the, the whole like pirate thing didn't come around until like fucking errol flynn yeah and he just ruined it for everybody I mean, and then you got the then you go to Cajun land and they're like the fucking that's not even English they're like the woodchucks of the French that's not even English <laughs> no they're French but Creole they... is a fucking whole species on its own yeah but it's like it's like it's Bayou French yeah it's it's like bastardized French but it's like redneck it's like it's it's yeah it's it's dang fucking man, dang old, dang old, dang old it's man. Haitian but also white trash at the same time it's Some... a great fucking accent though exactly don't get me wrong. Swamp people are amazing. Yeah, you know. Speaking of French, I had to. I watched a fucking. I know. Already off topic, motherfucker. Whatever. No, we're not. We're picking on Europeans. We're totally like Listen, exactly to on Can- topic I'm for go- ourselves. I'm going to Canada for this. Okay. Might as well be Europeans. Oh yeah. I went and watched. Uh, I was watching a, a dirt track race. <laughs> and any new Canadian listeners we have, we're joking. I'm we not. love all of you guys except for Quebec. True. <laughs> And this is where that race was, was in was in the province of Quebec. Yeah. The rest of you guys are pretty damn cool. And I swear the 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 announcer several times said like shit, but I'm not quite sure. Merd. It's, it sound it sounded <laughs> yeah. like he said shit yeah. at least twice. The Quebecois are gross. I don't know. Tyler was so cool that I didn't know he was Canadian until he told us. Okay, first off, he's good Canadian. He is he's from like Ontario. He's from Ontario. Like, so that is that is good Canadian. That's my favorite part of Canada. That's don't where my you know, that's, that's where the Blue Jays play. Poser. You know, you know, you guys hockey teams. On the other hand, you need some work because like true. it's very true. Yeah, you, know, you guys can't win a Stanley Cup, but you can send people to other places to win Stanley Cups. True. I mean, the only team that really like in Canada, I hate to say it, <sighs> forced me to this, but. The only good team in Canada for hockey. Ooh, I don't want to say this. <sighs> Montreal Canadiens. Oh, yeah, they're, they're great because they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1994. I was in Canada when yeah. they won it. Wow. Wow. So good. Yeah, but they're far better than the other fucking... I don't know. The Oilers are getting good, though. They'll be all right. I mean, eh. The other They'll three right. kind of are... Eh. Yeah. There's more than three, dude. Or, well, no, yeah, four. You got the Vancouver, Calgary. Oh, look, we got to do them in order. You have Montreal, Ottawa, oh, Calgary, see Toronto, Winnipeg, and um, Vancouver. Vancouver. So you have see? six, six teams. You guys can't. You know, we haven't won a Stanley Cup in so long. How many fucking Canadians have won a Stanley Cup in that period of time? A million. A million of you guys have yeah. won it, so shut up. Just because your teams suck, you still have representation. <laughs> can I? Uh, can I continue with the episode? I guess. Okay. Thank Sorry. You. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. I'll give you a hug later. No, we won't. <laughs> uh, so the person, <laughs> I didn't even do anything. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid to like start because you can be like, and those fuckers in football. Oh yeah. So the, the person involved with this case, we're getting back to the case I forgot now. what we're even talking about. <laughs> uh, alien butt fucking. Okay. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's not. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm tuning out then. I'm just going to turn it off here. Yep. <laughs> I'll come back for the ads. Yes. Shit. Uh, then we'll go to the next one. See yep. what the, if that's about butt sex. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, you can give us five dollars. Get on Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast, and listen to us 
mostly me, talk about U.S. war crimes during World War II. Wow, what a fucking plug. We're right? Like, we're like, fuck that. We're like 15 minutes <clears throat> in and you're already plugging that shit? And if you have a podcast and have a Patreon and you want me to plug the bejesus out of you, let me know and I'll just do it and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's talking Because I'll just fucking cut in and be like, hey, listen, give you these know, motherfuckers money. Okay, first off, I'm not even done with the fucking, like, second paragraph. I know. And you're already plugging it. I know. Okay, so can I get... I'm going to continue Yes, now. god damn it, right, go. thank you. So the person involved in this case... Uh, that takes place in 1983 in England is the, a man by the name of Alfred uh, Bertu. So on the morning of August 12th, Mr. Bertu decided that he wanted to go fishing. So you'd grab his fishing pole and head to the uh, Bassing Stoke Canal. Well, Name shit better, England. Come on. I know. So while fishing, he saw a bright light come down from the sky and hit the towpath. Now, this takes place in the early hours of the morning. So, that's why he could see, like, the kind of, the light from whatever it was. Right. Now, he didn't really pay any attention to it. And because he thought it was a helicopter, he, you know, it's like, whatever. Um, and he kind of just blew it off because he thought it was from the nearby, you know, base that yeah. was just really close. True. Um unbothered by it he did as any you know good englishman would do he would proceed to pour some hot water in his thermos lid and make himself a cup of tea now his dog on the other hand named tiny would actually take notice of the craft and not really the craft as much as it was the figure that got out of the craft that the dog paid attention to when it landed. So the dog kind of was more barking at that, which, you know, they're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, the two figures that would actually end up coming out of the craft and they actually would, act, you know, after coming out, they would actually go down the towpath. And at this point, Mr. Bertu would actually take notice uh, of them and he would say, quote, they were about four foot high, dressed in pale green coveralls from head to foot. And he told this to reporters after the fact. Like jumpsuits. Yeah. Kinda. Okay. Uh, and he would also go on to say, and then, uh, I'm sorry, and they had helmets of the same color with a visor that was uh, blacked out. Ah. I mean, you have to be careful because if you have too much tint, it's illegal. True. And you will be ticketed for it. True. And they'll make you remove the tent. Yes. So you better, you better hope you that your life support system can, you know, work long enough while they're peeling the fucking tent out of there with yeah, a razor blade. That's true. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. I mean, hey, well, guess who works in the automotive industry, everybody? Well, it's England, so they might not have rules against Dude, that. Dude, England, they, like, their rules are probably way worse than ours because, like, I know you can't have, like, loud motorcycles over there. True. They'll have to be, like, muffled and exhausted and shit. What? Well, to sound fucking lame. Okay. Well, they might not be. They might be afraid that they're going to hurt his feelings, their feelings. So they might allow them to have it. One of those cops with his dumb fucking helmets. You have bobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come here! I got me stick. <laughs> the fuck out of here! Just melts him. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So the two figures I turned would... you into pudding. You fuck. <laughs> uh, 
Let me know what kind of pudding that would be, Ben, because I'm not sure what it would be if you yeah. liquefied a human. I'm not sure if that's white pudding, black pudding, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. You guys, it, it's... Uh, Bread pudding. Rice pudding. I don't fucking know. Chocolate pudding. Tea and crumpets. Maybe, maybe vanilla pudding, depending on what, what, you know. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Yeah. Your guys' food is awful. We know that. Somebody will tell us. Yeah, he will. And then they'll call us assholes he will. or something. Because this episode will go up, and then within like 30 minutes of it going up, they'll go, no, 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 it's this. And also, you guys are dickheads, and, <laughs> you know... I think we need to make him a moderator on the Facebook page. True. Yeah. I think we should. An admin or some shit. Yeah, maybe. Keep Possibly. him busy. Uh, the He'll leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> 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 We're kidding. Uh, I'm not. I mean, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay, so the two figures that you know, he sees would actually gesture to him. Gesture? Yeah, gesture. Okay, you said gesture. Yes, I did. Yeah. I said it again. So I meant gesture. You know, they're like, hey, you motherfucker, come here. Okay, I'm just making sure that we keep it professional and we actually use words that exist while we're here. <laughs> well, jester <laughs> is a word. No, but it's not used in the correct way. Yes, you're right. And we're nothing but professional here, if you haven't noticed, over the last 20-ish minutes. Listen, my mouth kind of, like, speaks on its You stepped own. on your own tongue. It's yeah. fine. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, they gestured. Gestured. Oh, what a slide. Son of a bitch. <laughs> they gestured to him. <laughs> they did the G word and he went, Ooh. Yeah, come. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so they made a gesture towards him and for him to come to them. So he did as Eng- Englishmen would do. He would set his tea down. Alright, I don't know if he if he downed it. But, I mean, he did set it down, though. Um, and he would follow the two beings, as a you know, proper Englishman do, and not be, you know, you know not, not polite. Not asking too many questions. Yeah, he, you know, don't want to be, you know, impolite. Uh, they'd go back down the, cra- the, the path to the craft. They would climb aboard the craft, and he would later say, I was 77 and didn't have much to lose. So... He would provide this description of the craft. The ceiling was so low, he had to stoop. He found himself inside a black metallic octagonal chamber, which uh, smelled slightly of decaying meat. Ew. And then he had this to say, I did not see any signs of nuts or bolts, nor did I see any seams uh, where the object had been put together. Okay. Uh, and he also had this to say, what I what did interest me most of all was a shaft that rose up from the floor to the ceiling. The shaft was about four feet in circumference, and on the right-hand side stood two forms of uh, similar to those that walked uh, alongside the towpath with me. Okay, so there's a handful of them here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, like any good host would do, they would have uh, have him gone, have him do. They would, you know, for pre takeoff, you know, they'd have him do things. Buckle up for safety. Yes. Uh, well, cavity search. Yep. Yeah. Well, they would ask him, you know, please stand beneath this orange light, <laughs> and which he did, and he appeared to be scanned for a few minutes. And then, I mean, you know, because of his age, 
you know, any, any you know, precautions. They had to go, hey, what's your age? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're also making an action figure, so. Yeah. Doing the full body scan. Yep. And they, they kind of said it in like a, as he says, in a sing-song voice, which sounded like a mixture of Chinese and Russian. That's that's an awful fucking language. And that's a very angry sounding language. Yeah. And when he then declared to them that he was 78 years old, their response was, you can go. <laughs> you Put are, him in the fucking trash chute. See ya. <laughs> you're too old and infirm for our process. <laughs> Send us something said, young and tight. Yeah, basically said, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Now, if he was get out of here, old man. Yeah. Now, if he was American, American now, he would have been like, "Oh, so I'm not good enough for you? Yeah. For your quote unquote purposes? This is ageism. You racist bastard. No, it's ageist. It's not racist because oh, he's ageist. white. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, they might call him racist too, because he's you know he is a human and speciesist. I guess that's the thing too. Where apparently it's a vegan thing calling people speciesist, which is fucking stupid. Well, one of you guys just starved to death, okay? In this so case, fuck it, off. In this case, it would be racist because there's, you know, alien race and human yeah. race. You know who doesn't starve to death? People that eat fucking meat. Okay. So there. That's good. Uh-huh. Yes, buddy. I understand. I have to keep... <laughs> I just... There's nothing more obnoxious than a vegan that has to tell you they're a fucking vegan every 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. So they would say, would say, you know, you're like, you know, you racist bat. He'd be like, you know, you racist bastard. You'll hear from my lawyer. Now that's not really what he said. Yeah. Uh, he would get actually just you know be polite and just get off the craft, and he would uh, have this to say: the first thing I did was pick up my cold cup of tea and drink it. He recalled. And then I heard this whining noise as if an electric generator was starting up and this thing lifted up and then took off at a very high speed. I got into, uh, into what I had come, uh I got into what I had come out for the fishing. Why why do I picture this? He went back to fishing. Yeah. This just being an old man walking around like. With his dog, and he's just got a fucking saucer and a really nice little teacup, you know. Oh, Johnny, go, 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 Roger. He's got a got a teapot like on a fucking, yep, like some kind of a lanyard or something hanging from his waist, like all British people carry. In case you run out, you just like scoop up some pond water, throw a bag in it, and fucking pour it. Exactly, yeah. it's an emergency tea stash. Yeah, and he was like, "Good." He's on just you, walking mate. down the street, and he's fucking pinky out, and just. And he, you know, sipping his tea, and he's got his fucking cookies and shit on it. Because I'm not he, calling him biscuits. What he really doesn't say is he he stopped, got out of the craft and was like, "Oh, sure, old mate," and just got out of. Guess it. I'm gonna go catch some more fucking eels or whatever we have here. Yes, exactly. They actually have an inordinate amount of eels in England. They eat a lot of it, mm-hmm. but that goes back real far, like back to the uh, like Viking times. So, yeah, it does. So, having you know this kind of funky interaction he would actually later on say that this experience was the greatest of his life in all actuality so i mean you know he kind of gained something out of it yeah you know he didn't get fingered so that's a plus his big time a plus yeah um so yeah let's let's move on to the next one or do you want to take a break uh let's 
Now would be a good time to take a break right between stories. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Let's take a break. Just saying. It's just, it's, uh, break it time. feels right. Okay. Let's... Wow. You hear those great ads? I didn't. Me either. <laughs> but if I was listening. You really should listen to those ads because that helps a lot. Yes. If I was listening to this podcast, I would so listen to every single one of those ads. Yeah. If I, if. Subliminal messaging, fuckers. If I wasn't to listening to good podcasts and I was listening to this, I'd, I'd listen to them ads. Exactly. Even if I, this, you know, I don't know. Something about the ad, this podcast and things and stuff, I'd still listen to the ads because I'm, you know that good of a guy that i would listen to the ads okay anyway it's <laughs> gonna let you walk yourself in a circle until you run out of room uh, enough about those ads so let's move on to our second alien abduction now this is a um i'm gonna have a quotes around this one Ooh, because you know how i like quotes <clears throat> yeah because there's a possibility that it's really not an abduction but it could be, you know, because... If it's not, what is it? A hoax, maybe, possibly. Ooh, you know, or, man, nothing gets me fired up like a hoax, with quotes. Yeah, or um, or it really is an abduction, and things mm, that happened to this person sped up some stuff. Kind of weird. Okay. I kind of had a uh, Travis Walton esque vibes with this. So you're saying he faked it? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, that's not what it sounded like. No, no, no. I'm talking like um, gone missing and then like reappears. Ah. Not anywhere near where they were taken. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just let's okay. So pull the bandaid. Anyway. So. <laughs> All right. I was getting to that. Jesus, you're so you're mean tonight. I know. God. So, well, after that last bit of fun, let's turn the globe a little and go down to the South Pacific to Australia. This next one is called the uh, uh, Gundai Mackie uh, Alien Encounter. You made that up just I did now. Not, I did not. Uh, this encounter takes place in 2001 in Gundai and ends in Mackie. Uh, hence the name Gundai Mackie. Oh, I didn't think it was a person's name. Yes. Like that's a man. Know. Okay, so now before I f- uh, forget this all happens, um, in a time frame of hours, okay, not days like some cases like the uh, Travis Walton case like we covered and we just – I mentioned. Um, this begins on October 4th, 2001 when Keith uh, – Rylance, who is 39, and Amy Rylance, 22, and their business partner, Petra Heller, um, went to, excuse me, they uh, went to a property that they uh, uh, had in um, Gundai that they were actually going to be developing. I've heard of this one. Vaguely. <laughs> it, it, it was something that I'd heard about. Uh, Jesus Christ, before we even started doing the podcast okay. on another show. Well, um, um, so they went to this property that they were going to develop for a winery. And they were actually going to call it, or they did call it, um, Whispering Winds. Uh, now, I have to be honest, I read the account, and I'm lost by the next part, because somehow 
the whole thing skips some time, and they are uh, at a place to spend the night. Okay. Um, I'm confused as to whether they went to uh, Keith and Amy's place in Gondai, or if they were staying at a house that was on the site of the winery. I'm not really sure. Okay. Or if they went somewhere else. Um, it really doesn't matter, but my brain needs to know these details, hence the confusion on my part. Uh, I know. So anyway, both Petra and Keith uh, had retired to their bedrooms, you know, separate bedrooms. Ah, of and course. And Amy, who must have not really been tired, stayed up, um, and she kind of started watching TV. Uh, around 11 p.m., Petra, for some reason, got up and went out to the living room where Amy was. When she got to the living room, she was shocked to see a beam of light coming through the window. Now, she kind of said that like the beam of light was, um, how can I say it? It's kind of like uh, like tapered in, sort of. So like it comes in, it came in, but it was like um, so it focuses down. Like it was kind of like tapered on like both directions. So like vertical, you know. Or it was tapered down. So it was almost like it was focusing in. Yeah. Okay. On on both ways. So it was kind of like almost like a, I think it was kind of like a diamond type-ish type yeah, thing. Yeah, something like this, that. This kind of makes a, um, um, like, makes part of the story um, later on, mm-hmm. you know, come, into, come to a little bit into focus. Okay. But also, at the same time, um, kind of gives, like, if you're a skeptic of it, um, a little bit of ammunition to say, well, well, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, you know, fair okay. enough. Um, so, like I said, she saw that beam of light coming through the window, and she was even further shocked to see that, that her business partner, Amy, was trapped, so to speak, inside the beam. She was actually prone, and she was being carried out of the living room through the window by the beam. By the beam. Yep. Hmm. She was just going out through. Um, and this was too much for Petra, and she would actually faint. But not before... <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. <sighs> but not before she would actually see that the beam was coming from a craft outside of the house. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I could, I could see passing out being like, what the fuck? And just like, yeah. your brain doesn't know what to do, and it shuts off. So Petra laid on the floor for a short period of time. And when she came to, she began to scream, which Keith immediately woke up. He was like, what the fuck? And came to the living room to see, you know, get to the living room and see why someone was screaming. And he would see Petra distraught. And he would also see that the things that that were on the coffee table or had been on the coffee table, were actually all yeah. over the place. I thought you guys were just out here playing N64, and then you start fucking yelling. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Uh, the one thing that he did not see, however, was his wife, Amy. Oh, shit. And he would... Because she's ask... disappeared. Well, he didn't know this. At know. this point, he's like, this bitch ate my wife. Well, he didn't, he didn't know what Petra saw, and he's actually going to ask Petra where his wife is. Yeah. And Petra... Just kind of began babbling and you know going on co- incoherently, and all he could understand her of her what she was saying was that Amy had been taken out the window. 
That's all he could like yeah. get out of the whole thing. The dude from Wolf Creek came up here and he stole her. Exactly. That was actually based off Ivan Malat, which we'll cover at some point in time, because he was a fucking psycho. Yeah. So Keith would go outside to look for Amy, and he would not find her, and he had to gather himself and go back inside. You know, he gathered himself up. Be like, okay, all right, settle down, calm down. Some kind of explanation here. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go back in, see if I can't get a coherent response out of Petra, basically. Man, probably not. Well, he did, because he would go in and speak to her again to get a better sense of what really happened. Back inside, he would ask Petra what happened, and she would tell him exactly what she had witnessed. Keith would then go back outside again to look for Amy, and he would not find her outside. And then it hits him. She actually had been taken by someone and that he needs to call the police. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that'd be my first thought. Not fucking aliens. Now, remember how I said I didn't know if the uh, if they actually stayed in Gundai or if they went back uh, home, which I believe is actually in uh, Tyro. It's actually there's this town. OK. OK. Now, because that's where they. Well, the reason I'm saying mentioning the town of Tyro is because um, Keith calls the Tyro police, which is the town north of Gundai. Okay, it's a completely separate town. I'm wondering if that's the only, like, the closest town that would have had a police force, maybe? I don't know. If this well, other town's little? Um, I'm not sure because Gundai has a... I mean, I looked it up on the map, and Gundai actually has its own high school and everything. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean that they don't that they have their own police force, though. That's, that's part of my thing. Because, I mean, possibly... like, look at Castleton Fairhaven. Like, they have one, one cop that does the whole damn thing. They have but two high schools. But they share a high school, though. Yeah, they do share high school. That's true. This is, like, you know, two separate towns. Big towns, too. Like, I, I'm going to say... Oh, it'd be like Proctor and Pittsford. Yeah, they kind of share a cop. Well, I'm going to say that these towns were, like... I th- they looked like to be the size of... Well... Burlington or Rutland? Okay, so it's a city. It's not a town. No, they're more like towns. Oh. Though. Um, well, anyway, it doesn't really make a difference. Fucking four people four people listening to this will know either one of those that we're talking yeah. about. So he calls, um, you know, and talks about that. You know, talk gets them. And <clears throat> the, he, he implores them to actually come to the place because his wife had been kidnapped. Yep. The police would arrive roughly an hour and a half later. Jesus Christ. And the reason for the delay in time was due to the amount of officers on duty. And this is, you know, this is 1140 p.m. Yeah. So it's kind of late. You know, True. you're not going to have many officers that, on that late. Yeah, fucking hour and a half response time on a missing person. Well, you have to gather the people. I mean, Fuck Jesus you. Christ, you only have probably a few cops. You know, at the time, so when they arrived, there was... Uh, two detectives and then several. Yeah, but you can get somebody out there faster than that to get take a statement, you know. Well, fuck. So the police... why do you need a gun? What? Do you just call the cops if somebody breaks in because it takes two fucking hours for him to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so the police arrive and their first thought, because they only see Petra and Keith. Yeah. Okay. Love triangle. No. Yeah. Well, they figure foul play. Yeah. And I'm guessing they began to act accordingly until. They began to really listen to what actually, but Keith and Petra were telling them. Yeah, because you know, and this is when they kind of 
they could see that both Petra and Keith were shocked mm-hmm. and beside themselves. So this is what kind of like they changed their tone a little bit. Um, they also became came to the conclusion that Amy was nowhere to be found. They found that the screen that she was taken out of was cut, and they could go and they would go outside and that they would find that one of the bushes, um, outside of um the window mm-hmm. was actually burned on one side of it. Okay. Okay. No. Keep uh oh. um but the strange part is the bush on the other side of the window wasn't touched at all. But the one that's burned, is that the one that the light was the closest to? That's possibly what I was Because that's what I would think, is if, yeah. is if there is any... But you'd think if it was hot enough to burn a bush, why didn't it hurt her? I'm not sure on that. Right? Who knows? Because, I mean, yeah, you can you can set fire to a leaf and it'll burn. You put that same amount of heat to yourself, and it will fucking suck. I don't. I I don't know. So I did see a picture of the window in question, and I will say that I can see uh, what some might say. Um, that you know, well, if a beam came through, why didn't it burn both bushes? Because they're you know relatively mm. close to the window, right? But on the other hand, it could be possible that they were ju- the beam was just far enough away from the other one that it could have just you know burned based on the type of beam that it projected from the craft. So I mean, it could have just yeah you know and the angle and because also you know remember how I said you know the the focus of it different right. angle and stuff it, it that could have played a part in it too. It could have been just barely touching. So, while the investigation was going on, the phone would actually ring, and Keith would answer it. Uh, a woman was caught, ca- and the uh, the caller was a woman calling from uh, McKay, indicating that she had uh, taken a somewhat distressed and apparently uh, dehydrated woman from a BP uh, petrol service station on the north outskirts of central Queensland, uh, city of McKay. Some 790 kilometers to the north of Gundai. Jesus. Tyro area. I now, forget how if, big Australia is. Yeah. And there's like nothing in the middle of it. So now if you don't know how far 790 kilometers is, I'll it's, translate uh, it to miles for you. 900-ish miles? It translates to 800 miles. That's pretty fucking close. Now this is a huge distance and I had to actually put it into perspective for a distance. Um... For me, because I was like, well, how the fuck far is that? And uh, it's like me going from the town that we live in, in Vermont, to just south of Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. That's a really fucking long distance. Yeah. I was going to say it's northern and Tennessee. It's about 800 miles. And uh, that distance would actually take you roughly 15 hours Yep. Just about in a car, drive. yeah. Now, the young woman that in question was actually Amy and she was taken to the McKay hospital where she had been uh, examined by a doctor. Keith handed the phone uh, to a senior constable. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to fucking bundle this. I've, I've looked at this guy's name 
several times. I'm still gonna bungle it. Yeah. Uh Marin Marina. Whatever. Sounds uh, Russian. Um given these extraordinary cir- circumstances, McKay police were actually called in by him, by the constable, to make uh making a total of three police stations involved in this investigation. Cause not only was it Gunda uh Tarot, but then there was another one. Um that was just to like the east or west of there that was actually involved as well because they got called in to investigate to actually do a search now a statement was notarized by the mckay police with a justice act acknowledgement that required amy to acknowledge that she had uh stated what she had stated was actually true to the best of her knowledge and belief and that if it is admitted as evidence that she may be liable to uh, prosecution if she had indicated anything in it that she knew was false. Yeah, because so basically they don't fuck around down there. Yeah, you, you lie to the cops. Your yeah, your ass is. It, it's the same here. But this because is what, they'll, they'll they'll hit you with like basically like um, you know interfering with an investigation or. But this is before they even interrogated her. Yeah, or asked her questions. Well, still you're not. It's it's illegal to if you're. Even so, you can't say you, you shouldn't perjure yourself, right? But say you get pulled over and you give an officer false information, yeah, that's still a fucking crime, true, you know, true. It, it's like it's like calling in a, 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 a bomb threat, yeah, you didn't do anything physically dangerous, but it's still illegal because it's false information, so yeah. So then she would actually give them provide them with a statement. Yeah. This statement indicated that uh, she was last, uh. That she was last only uh, re, uh, recollected, recollected lying on the couch at the Gundai property. She had no recollection of the events that uh, Petra described, but claimed she then next remembered uh, waking up lying on a bench in a strange rectangular room. Uh, illumination came from the walls and the ceiling. She was alone. She indicated she had, had called out, and heard what seemed to be a male voice asking her in a calm, to be calm and that everything would be all right and that she would not be harmed. Soon an opening appeared in the wall and a quote-unquote guy about six feet tall walked into the room. The man appeared to be slender in build but in perfect proportion, a uh, covered head to foot in a full body suit. Yeah, this definitely he's got some fire in the sky, Travis Walton yeah. kind of stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I was going. Like she, if she if she grabs a fucking uh, a busted up like chunk of glass and stabs this guy, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Well, she listened to his story. <laughs> uh, he had what seemed to be a black covering uh, mask on his face, with a hole for his eyes, nose, and mouth. He repeated his calming... He's wearing a fucking balaclava? Uh, I guess. What the fuck? Um, He repeated his calming uh, assurances. Amy felt she had been there for a while. The guy told her they were returning to to a place not far from where they took her from because the lights were wrong at the property and it wasn't safe. She then uh, indicates that she found herself lying on the bed and falling asleep the next thing 
she recollects is that she woke up on the ground with trees around her. She felt disoriented, could smell the ocean, and indicated that she was not sure how long she tumbled through the bushland. Hmm. But seemingly it was for a long time. But she felt she wasn't making much progress. Now, the reason why she smelled ocean is because uh, McKay is actually... It's not too far from the ocean. Yeah, and Australia is a fucking island. If you're yeah. if you're in a city in Australia, you're probably going to be able to smell ocean because you're not in the Mad Max part in the middle. Yeah, you know. Um, so she then uh, came out onto a road that looked like a highway, and she saw a light from a pe- uh, petrol station. She walked to into the station where the staff, seeing her state tried to offer some assistance. She accepted some water as she felt somewhat dehydrated. Initially, she was not able to answer uh, identifying questions and didn't know where she was. She was also asked if she had been drinking or was on drugs, which she said no. Amy Amy indicated she felt tired, sore, drained, and lethargic. She asked a woman at the service station to take her to the hospital uh, as she didn't know where else to go. Yeah. The woman and her friend took Amy to the hospital. Yeah, hospital's a good spot to start. And Amy would speak to the police uh, and tell them when she was at the hospital, because, you know, got there, they, the police arrived. Finally. Um, they would, you know, she spoke with them and tell them about her whole ordeal. And she would speak to her husband on the phone while at the hospital. Amy would then... Uh, go to the police station to provide them the full details of what happened to her. The police would then put in her into a uh, motel room for the night to wait for her husband to arrive. Petra and Keith would actually arrive at the motel the next day. And they would actually discuss with her what happened with her. Yeah. And again, because, they have a 15-hour drive. Yeah. Uh, extensive notes were actually apparently... Made and photographs were taken of a triangular arrangement of, of marks that were actually on her inner right thigh. So triangular some, marks on her. Okay. Yeah, something was done to her. Uh, marks. There was actually mar- uh, marks on each uh, heel, and a uh, and the growing out of her hair, which she had actually dyed earlier uh, in the week. Mm-hmm. Or her hair had uh, apparently started to show. Her former color, but the uh, the the triangular like <clears throat> the three triangular markings is a pretty common thing with abductions, if I remember correctly. A lot of people report yeah, see, stuff never, like that. I never heard of like anything like that. Yeah, they'll find before. like freckles that they never noticed before, but it's always a triangular shape. I have a fucking bug. I mean, I was yeah, like I mean, I've heard of like or like uh, scoop marks or something. Yeah, I've heard of like uh, like finding little things on them or something like little. You know, little bumps or whatever. Yeah, implants. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, so her hair actually started to, because it was colored, would actually go back to her original color. Um, Interesting. Suggestive that some uh, considerable time had actually passed for her, apparently indicative of rather more than a few day, few hours. Uh, body hair had a... Uh, Allegedly, also become somewhat more pronounced. She got a whole ass mustache now. Mm-hmm. Then, <laughs> mutton chops and everything. 
She, she came back looking like fucking Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but... Without the giant mole and shit. So, I mean, it would be actually more pronounced than, uh, you know, just a few hours of being missing. Right. You know, or, you know, the, what, total of not even 12 hours, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Keith and Petra and Amy sta- started to learn more about UFOs, and Keith Reliance actually contacted the Australian UFO Research Network office number uh, that was actually mentioned in a magazine that they had. Mm-hmm. And Diana Harrison took the call on the 5th of October, which is a Friday, in 2001 at 3.20 p.m. And and for about the next hour or so, she actually would listen to the story that Keith and Amy told. Petro apparently was sleeping at the time. Mm. Um, Keith and Amy were in no hurry to actually get back to um, their place. So they gave permission to Bill and Diane, who were um, – so Diane Harrison was the one that took the phone call, and Bill right. was another person involved. And it, uh, they said, you know, hey, you can go to our property, you know, without us. Uh, Bill arrived in the Brisbane area on Tuesday uh, afternoon, October 9th, and Diane and Bill then traveled to Gundai, arriving – at the Whispering Winds uh, Winery property just after 10 p.m. Because of the lateness of the hour, uh, they got to actually witness you know, to the witness's premises and would stay overnight and conduct whatever investigation they needed to do. They would do investigation, the investigation that they needed to do to see if the couple was telling the truth or making it up for this the attention. Yeah. Uh, they were more or less left with, from my perspective, as after reading their kind of, because uh, I was actually going to include it in this, but I was like, God damn, this is so dry. And people will be like, what the fuck is this all about? It Basically, it turns out that they asked some questions of different people, of their neighbor, and they kind of were left with the conclusion that, we can believe them, but then there's some holes okay. in this whole thing. So whether they're full of shit or they're actually telling the truth because some of the stuff kind of lines up a little bit with an abduction. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you know, some of the other stuff is like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I mean, and I actually uh, watched an interview with Keith, Petra, and Amy. And they pretty much told verbatim, you know, there was exactly what they had told the cops. Um, and I'm going to guess this was sometime later. And it was you know, pretty much verbatim what they, uh, what her account was um, and how she was scared or whatever <coughs> that, you know, of everything that happened. And I was like, okay, all right, you know, you're kind of not varying. I mean... Yeah, there kind of was some stuff left out. I bet you it was because of editing or whatever. Yeah, because a lot of the time, like, you get anything like that, they they edit stuff to, depending on the news source, to make you look crazy or yeah. to make it more dramatic than yeah. it actually was. Which I think it, I think that's kind of what it was. I mean, they, they were young, and, you know, you could tell that Keith was kind of like, you know, where the fuck was my wife? Like, one, one of my favorite cases of that was... um. 
like way back in the day when we did our fucking werewolves and dogmen episode that was like two uh-huh. or three whatever um the story of the family in palmyra maine where they were surrounded by dogmen on their property so <clears throat> on the show they make it seem like it wasn't as bad as it actually was when in truth like these things were on like the fucking the first floor like overhangs of of the roof like running across the tin roof trying to get into the second floor windows where they were at yeah so it's like they 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 dumbed it down a little bit for the show, but what won't get dumbed down is anything that we do on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash dark windows podcast five dollars a month gets you access to this will be episode number eighty on her Patreon. Um so we got a bunch of shit on there. Yeah. Um go give it a listen. And it's it's not all the same kind of stuff. We bounce around. Um, sometimes we just complain about shit, which True. happens more often than not. Um, still undecided whether our special episode that we recorded last weekend at this point is going to be Patreon or if we're just going to throw that up as a random, like, here you go, an extra episode this week kind of thing. Um, but we talked for like almost three hours with my brother-in-law, just about random shit. We might have to like cut it down. We're like, have to cut some down because there was a lot going on there. Or release it like a couple different ones. Yeah, I might have to do two parts. Yeah. Because there's just so much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it was all like all shit that we would talk about on the show anyway. You know, everything yeah. from government conspiracies to lost civilizations. And, you know, we, we, we got fucking weird, man. We got yeah. real weird. And we came to the conclusion that next time we do something like this, we're going to we're going to stay on a topic. <laughs> yeah. Or start earlier because we could have probably gone for like five hours. But yeah. Um, and if you're looking to listen to anything on our Patreon, the best way to do that is with a studio product. Ooh. You get uh, you can go over to studio.com and uh, you grab a, a set of earbuds, uh, a set of the headphones they have. Grab one of the speakers, the Femtio, which is what we've got sitting on my desk over there. Use that to edit with. Um, I bounce back and forth between the Femtio and my Klars to edit with. But the Klars have been discontinued, unfortunately, because they are so nice. They're so comfy. Um, that's why I'm very, very careful with them. I used to like, like when I first got them, I was like, Oh, I'll just take them out. I'll get on the mower with them and stuff. I'm like, no, these need to be protected now. Yeah. My so- dog shit skull candies can go on the mower. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I use, I use my, uh, Etz, my, uh, earbuds. I use those fucking every single day. Yeah. I've got a set of the A2s and I, I use those all day, every day at work. Yeah. I use They're fantastic. Work, and I use them for not just only to listen to you know, podcasts or music. Um, I listen to, I use them for, you know, what I do for work, which in just to kind of like prevent a little bit of noise, you know, reduce it, which they kind of are in noise reducers. Yeah. And, um, I, I love them. The, I, mean, I, I know the A2s have noise canceling on them, which is a great feature. Yeah. Um, but you, whatever you grab, throw it in your cart, put in dark windows 15. When you check out, gets you 15% off your entire order. Um, and they're they're good quality. They are. I, I don't say that because they sponsor the show. I say that because I use them. You know, um, even if they didn't sponsor the show, if I would still, I would still buy them and use them because they are comfortable. They're good mm-hmm. quality. They've got crazy battery life. They're, it's a it's a good product, and that's why we support it. It's because it's a good product. If they were dog shit, we'd tell you that. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. Like I said, I use my dog shit skull candy headphones when I'm on my mower. Because I don't care if I ruin those. They were 30 bucks. Yep. I don't want to ru- ruin my Clara that I spent 100 something bucks on. B- 
but they're fucking incredibly comfortable. Yeah. So. I mean, mine are sitting right next to me. Right. Because right you keep forgetting them, you son of a bitch. I know. I but, know. uh. Yeah, so I think that's going to do it for this week's main episode. Yeah, I hope uh, hope you guys uh, like this episode. It's kind of, you know, I like to every once in a while throw in a alien thing, you know, because we've got to break up the the shit, you know. Don't let him fool you. If he had his way, he would talk about aliens all the time. Listen, whatever. Every episode would be aliens if it was up to him. Maybe, possibly. Or mine would be like, hey, let's just talk about crazy motherfuckers from World War II and stuff. Or serial killers. Or serial killers, but uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm getting a little uh like the true crime it, thing is is fun, but I don't want to do I can't do anything where kids get hurt anymore because ever since I've had a kid I've become soft. Well, huh. Just just keep going. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're acting like you just saw something, so. Yeah. It was like a big shadowy thing. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I kind of caught something out of the corner of my eye too. So. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, my house is haunted as fuck. We know this. Um, but yeah, the true crime thing, like, unless it's something super interesting or uncommon where it hasn't been covered to death by the other five billions just straight up true crime shows out there, I don't really want to do it. Hmm. Um, yeah. Even though technically my next episode is kind of a true crime episode, but it was also a request that was put in over at the Dark Windows page on Facebook. Where you can go there and you can leave us a review, and if you mention a topic in that review, we'll do our pretty our pretty goodest to cover it as soon as possible. Um, you can also go over to the Dark Windows podcast pages, which is like the big fan page where you can just go and so be remember, a fucking goof. There's two. There's two so pages. It's dark Windows. Yep. And then it's Dark Windows podcast. Yes. Okay. Just don't you know? Want to clear clarify that? Yeah. That I mean, I mentioned that there's two. I know, but yeah. I was just clarifying. Yeah. Which is which. But, Gosh. yeah, join the club. Like, we 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 have so much so much goofy shit happening on the Facebook page. Yeah. And it's all in fun. I don't think we've ever banned anybody from the page. Um, I do have, like, one that I kind of was, like, iffy about. Yeah, it looked like a fake account, so. But then I accepted, yeah. and I was like, okay, if you've, you know. Talking to myself, I was like, okay, if you start shit, I'm going to fucking, I'll kick you off. You know, I'll be the first one ever in how many years have we been? Five. Almost. We're coming coming, coming closer to six years than five. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're, we're the kind of group where if somebody posts something and they get a seven-day ban, they'll send they'll send me a screenshot of what they posted, and I'll post that fucking screenshot because apparently the algorithm can't figure that out. So you can still see what they got banned for. Uh-huh. It's fun. Um, looking at you, Danny. It's happened a couple times, buddy. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been banned on Facebook for, you know, other things like uh, the, my favorite one was the hate speech where I said Canada's maple syrup fucking sucks. It's Vermont or nothing. And I got hit for hate speech uh. because I'm a par- I'm assuming somebody is a little soft and they got their feelings hurt. Yeah, but oh well. You know, your feelings uh, don't matter because I was telling the truth. You can also find you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram. Both. Both are Dark Windows Pod. Twitter doesn't exist anymore. It's X, and I don't it's remember true. how to get on it. So, Same way. Well, what I'm saying is I don't have any of the password information. So we're just on Facebook and Instagram. Uh-huh. I guess, fuck Twitter. All right. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go now. And uh, yeah, just because you can't see on the dark doesn't mean the yeah. dark can't see into you. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, all that shit. Yeah. yeah.
Hulk Hogan's an asshole. <laughs> I forgot how much I disliked that guy until recently. Oh, well. Bye-bye. Have fun. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.